0: Hello there, you're very welcome to At Home With Brefni, a show that's designed to help you if you're looking to buy property in Ireland. I'm a licensed buyer's agent and work with clients who are too far away or simply too busy to get a property bought. I also offer one hour property coaching calls, which you can book by clicking the link in the show notes below. These calls help my clients get clarity and focus whatever their property issue is. Thank you for listening. I really hope you enjoy today's show and find it useful. So welcome everyone to episode 58 of At Home with Refni. And today is going to be of particular interest to you if you've ever thought or ever found yourself wondering what would it be like to move to the countryside? Or maybe you found yourself doing the sums to figure out How could it work and could it work? Um, Maybe Covid has made such a move more on the cards than it ever was before. Well today in what promises to be part one of a two-part podcast we're privileged to be in on the planning stages of such a move because we are joined by art historian, beekeeper, cider maker and good friend Karen Sturley to talk through her very live plans about moving to the country. Hi, Briffney. And Karen, here's what I'd love to ask you firstly mm-hmm. is, did you know you were really going to give some serious consideration to this move or did you find yourself looking on daft?
1: No, I think it's a very organic thing for me. It's definitely a, a, a feeling. It's... It, it's a heart-led project, and mm-hmm. it's probably been there, if you're going to ask me how long, it's probably been there for pretty much as long as I can remember. Mm. Um, I've I've grown up in the city, and i actually lived right in the city, so when I was going to school, I would come out and go left into Dublin City, and all my friends were going out to the suburbs, so I'm very much a city girl and I'm very much immersed in, in city life, and have enjoyed it immensely, but there's this part of me that has a huge draw to do to be somewhere
0: else. That is so extraordinary to me. Of course I know that you grew up in the city, mm. but in my world I know you as someone who was 100% nearly my bridge to the natural world because you're a horse rider <laughs> mm. you're a beekeeper you're you're like living if anyone remembers the good life when we were Just, growing yeah. up you're kind of living the good life except it's in yeah. Dublin 6 yeah. and that's surprising
1: we we are we do uh, our own gardening and uh, fermenting and used to a lot of baking and honey and jams and cider and cider vinegar there are potions and concoctions of every description so yes i am very very much city but what i do and the activities i enjoy now and have done i suppose and they've just got bigger and stronger uh, are activities that perhaps are contained in the city and need the space of the country Mm -hmm. to um to be explored a little more more fully Uh, yeah um
0: and have you come to a point in life like here you are doing it mm, whereas before it's always been on your mind mm, but something has changed
1: well I think absolutely I think it's something has changed for every one of us we were looking at houses thinking I've been thinking about it for a lot longer than my partner has and he has a job in the city and we're getting to an age of mid-50s where, you know, retirement is on the cards. So mm-hmm. it was something that was going to be possible. But now working from home has changed everybody's life. Well, we're very lucky to still have um, employment and jobs. So he can now do his job from home. So the, the possibility of making that move is is, is real. Okay, so, so it sounds
0: like it was the litmus. It was the catch. Mm. It was, it's the match that yeah. struck and yeah. allowed this whole thing actually at, And
1: it actually allows it to be even bigger than possibly it started out because before, if we were to move, he would have been commuting into work. So that's now off the cards with um, at-home working. So yeah, that's really... Right, that's so Dublin really, would have had to have been mm, a
0: reference point. Yeah. Whereas now Dublin may not It doesn't have to, have be, be, to be maybe
1: once a week or once a month for yeah. meetings or um, whatever is required, but it's not a daily commute or a three or four days, a week commute, um, so that the search area can be a little bit bigger. So yeah, no, it definitely, there is a silver lining for us, and we are very, very lucky and both very grateful for the the opportunities. I suppose they've been sprung on us a little sooner than maybe we had anticipated, but then again, that's, that's the fun of it.
0: But isn't that something good about having your heart's desire kind of clearly articulated Mm. in your mind? Because now that you knew so clearly that your love was to move to the country and your Mm. interests are in the country. And it was just a case of when rather Mm. than if. So because you knew yourself so well and your preferences so well, this COVID situation has really just um, allowed you to live your dream quicker than you had thought.
1: Yeah, yeah, it certainly has. It's certainly given us the the impetus and allowed us to think more, explore our thinking more about doing it and it being much more a possibility. Um, yeah, it, it it certainly has. But You've it, done the groundwork. I've done, you. yeah. And I suppose that I've always been preparing myself. You know, learning to keep bees is not, a, although it's very common in the city, it's not very pre- for me, I, I still have my bees in the country, so I'm commuting that. And my mother moved to the country about 15 years ago, so I've been commuting up and down a couple times a week for that. And then you know she keeps my horse down there, and we have a vegetable garden there, and we have a vegetable garden in Dublin, and we have a vegetable garden in our neighbours. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of toing and froing, mm-hmm. and coming and going. And I think the idea of moving to the country would sort of coalesce all of that and allow it to come together as a more sort of uh, coherent. Thing or an activity, um, and I know there is going to be people thinking, oh, you know, rose tinted glasses and all of that idea but so idyllic in the country. I don't; that's not really where I am coming from. I know that it's it's not an easy life, and we're not going farming; um, that's not the plan. But it, it's a different life, and I think when you ask, is it a head or a heart move? And it's definitely a heart move this time. Yeah because you've we've done all the other the, the head moves we had a house we had a lovely house and then we moved from that house to another lovely house and my husband both created, in Dublin both in Dublin mm. created a um, spreadsheet of um, tick boxes of what the next house needed and um, they were all assigned a waiting and then the waiting came out and this was the right house to move to well none of that's happening in this because okay. it's much more a instinctive heartfelt emotional response to it to a need um it's not a want i was really thinking about this uh, it's not a, it's not a, a need it's a want yeah we don't need to move we have a wonderful lifestyle very comfortable but it is definitely something that we both want to do which brings pressures itself because you're always conditioned to to be doing the things that are needed and this would, you know Coming back to wanting something for yourself and really, you know, it's harder to make that break, you know, because you still. Oh, should I really be doing this? You know, it's, it's harder to ready.
0: take. It's hard to take the wants
1: seriously. Yeah, that yeah.
0: We're, we're so grown up. We were prepared to do all the things that we need to do and yes. should yeah. do, yeah. but yeah. but actually giving full weighting to wanting to do. Something. I think
1: so. Yeah. So it is it's very much the want and um, and. Do I really, you know, I know I really want it, but do I deserve it? And is it really something I should be doing? These are all questions that constantly go on your head around in my head. Anyhow, is wanting
0: the, enough, is yeah, wanting, is wanting want, enough, of is wanting
1: enough. And then you, lo- I look at my kitchen and it's chocker full and I need more space. And then you know, so, yes, it is, but it fluctuates from day to day. And, and <laughs> today is interesting because yesterday was a gung-ho. Yes, Absolutely. And um, today is kind of on a bit on the median, you know. So it's more little thought processes are going on about exactly how it would happen. I mean, even things like how do you get your house painted in COVID? Yeah, you know who comes in, how you manage that.
0: Okay, so that brings us around to why would you be getting your house painted in COVID? (laughs) And it sounds to me like the reason why you'd be getting it done Mm. is because to some extent. You have made the decision that you are going to sell this house mm-hmm. to furnish a purchase. Is Absolutely, right?
1: yeah. We are going to sell the house to furnish a purchase, but we're also very um talking ourselves through the whole process by saying very comforting things like, well, it needs to be painted anyhow. Mm-hmm. And um, even if we don't move, it'll be very nice to have it for ourselves, mm-hmm. which are all sort of reassuring kind of mm-hmm. thoughts. But yes, it is definitely. And it's, also, it's very interesting because you live in this house and you enjoy your home and someone else comes in We had it valued comes in and looks at it and says well you know and it it, they they give you an objective opinion and then suddenly your whole thought process of how you look at your own home changes and you think oh it does look a bit shabby and Mm -hmm. maybe it does need that there and yes and so yeah it's all it's all kind of very much emotional response and thinking and kind of ping-pong around in your head and uh, mm-hmm.
0: and you actually I, I, I remember doing a podcast about are you undecided about moving mm. if you are undecided get your house ready for sale yeah. because just by getting it ready by decluttering by getting fixing that door handle painting that thing mm. you will clarify your thinking so you're actually in that very process of getting ready for mm-hmm. sale and and that to some extent will bring its own fruit both a newly painted house yeah and and a clear decision
1: a cure, yes i think i think the decision is made yeah. i really think the decision is made i think it's all of that adult baggage that we bring to decisions now is the what if and all the can i and do i really deserve it and you know all of those kind of things and people saying to you, oh why would you want to move to the country mm-hmm. <laughs> uh,
0: so why would you So just why would you? I I understand your heart is there. Mm. So what do you think it will, what will your typical day be in the countryside that will be, offer you more than your life here would be, a day in the life here? Mm.
1: Well, I can do my veg garden here, but I can't go out to go to the orchard. Um, My husband has a sort of use of an orchard, um, so... I just am in the car a lot. Yeah. I'm traveling a lot to go to the activities I want to and I have bees in bathroom, and I have bees somewhere else and there's just always there's always a complex kind of maneuvering. Um, and what do you put in the car and what do you take out of the car and what do you need for this trip and what do you not need for the, the other trip. So I, it is it, it's, it's some there's nothing I would probably be doing new. But I would be doing it the more often and hopefully more pleasurable things. Yes, and with yeah. more ease. Yeah. yeah.
0: And not having to make all these decisions all the oh. time. Am, am I going here and Yeah. have I got all this? Yeah. Okay, I understand. So it just allows you, uh, as you say, it consolidates everything. and It, it allows can, you to yeah. spend time doing the thing rather than planning to do the thing, yeah. deciding to do the thing, packing the for car, the thing, yeah. unpacking then, after the thing. Yeah, and still thinking what's for dinner. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Very good. So okay. let's assume then, in order to finance this purchase, you are mm. going to have to sell your house. So you've you've got a value out of interest. Was the value that you got for your house was it roughly what you had in your own mind? Were you?
1: Um,
0: it was.
1: You always hoped for a bit more. You know, we're all optimistic usually. Um, I think it was very realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, very realistic, and I would be hopeful that we could could realize that the the. The value that he thought it was, but then when it's all painted and beautiful, <laughs> yeah. kind of hoping it might, you know, yeah, realise a little bit, a, bit, a little bit more.
0: Uh-huh. Did you have more than one agent around to value it?
1: Um, I've had one, and I have a, another one in the process who's okay. coming over. Hmm. It is pretty much where we thought it would be. Uh, we did buy at the height of the boom, uh, so I'm grateful that you know it's not perhaps losing mm-hmm. money. Um, so that's that's positive. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: okay, so assuming then that this is the month of October, so mm-hmm. let's assume your property goes on the market whenever, in the next few months, assuming mm. you press go on this whole yeah. venture. Um, you are, Have you started to look for houses already then? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is where you are doing something that I would have advised people not to do Mm. but actually I'm changing my mind about that now because before I would always have said to people get your own house on the market Mm. get a sense of is it uh desirable will you get bids on it will you actually be able to sell this house of yours before you go off looking and get the whole sale of your own quite progressed before you go and even look but Now I'm rethinking that because I think it's not how humans work anyway. Humans will always pick up daft and start looking to see, is it at all possible if I sell for X to buy for Y? So we're always creating the whole scenario in our heads anyway.
1: (laughs) We are. And I think most of us have that little romantic part of us us inside there that we're always looking for, you know, maybe it's not going to ever happen, but it's just nice to dream. We did exactly what you would have advised in the previous sale, um, and it went like clockwork. Mm -hmm. And it was the right thing to do. It was the right thing to do with that house, with that property. In our time, um, with the kids being small, uh, there was quite a boom in, in the market. It was exactly the right thing to do. But that was a different move. That was a move out of necessity Mm -hmm. and this is a move a very different kind of move so I think maybe different situations require different approaches Mm -hmm. so this is this is a this is very much a balancing act because get our property on get it ready get it on the market get an idea of what you're going to get for it have an idea of what you want and I think for a heart move you really need to know where you're going
0: okay yeah so this brings us to where are you going? Mm. How have you can? How have you drawn up your thoughts? Like <laughs> what counties? How have you set up your daft things? Oh, for example, okay, what, what that, that's said? really interesting
1: because I've always said we've you, we've holidayed in the west of Ireland a good bit over the last 10, 15 years, and as soon as I cross the Shannon, I've always breathed deeper. It's mm-hmm. a really wonderful kind of ah, uh, but yet yeah, I don't. It's not. I lived in Galway for a year and it never stopped raining. And maybe I just mm-hmm. got it a bad year, but it never stopped raining. So I were kind of keeping to the East Coast, perhaps because my mother lives in Wicklow and a number of friends have moved down to the Waterford area. And it just, it, it's, we've been holidaying, well, my husband's been holidaying in Wexford since he's been a small child. We met in Wexford. It's kind of just... A spiritual pulling yeah. down that way um so that's kind of as i was saying to another friend of ours uh, the 3 w's wicklow wexford and waterford is kind of what we're thinking of
0: um okay well but, that's nice and yeah and also if you don't really need any more of a reason than that given yeah. that it's all about instinct heart yeah. and desire there's no real need to be more scientific than that if you can't find what you yeah. want then then you go on to Plan B, or you expand out your net. But
1: I think the net will always be expanded. I'm not, um, I'm not ruling anything out. And because it is a heart move, and it, 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 there's a little bit of romance in there, if the, the right thing came along, and it was in Westmead, another <laughs> W, or in Kilkenny, or anywhere, mm-hmm. or even even Westley Shannon, I would give it serious consideration. Okay. I'm not ruling things out. And the, on my search, I didn't. Mm-hmm. You asked, what you know, what did you put on the DAF search? I only have one criteria on my DAF search, and that's acres, because I need the space. Right. And I'm not so saying... how many acres? I just put acres in oh, on, yeah. under the, the right. word search thing. Yeah. And um, you get things, uh, properties that come up with only like, you know, 0.5 on an acre, which wouldn't be enough. So we would hopefully be enough to keep a few horses and a polytunnel and sort of 10 acres is kind of the thought. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my only search, my only so search you criteria. haven't
0: put detached in?
1: I haven't put um, no detached or country home or bungalow or anything. I just put that up mm-hmm. and see what comes up. And it's really interesting. And so, yeah, I'm not being too particular mm-hmm. about the search. Um, and again, the photographs are so interesting. Mm-hmm. Some of them really oversell the property Mm -hmm. and then some of them we we went to one recently and the photographs were nice but when we got there the house was absolutely stunning it was so beautiful and yet the photographs were nice but they you know they really didn't show the reality of it so I I think it's a second see, go Mm. and see everything
0: sure so how would you in terms of um, uh, sheds and things like that how (laughs) would you know it's the right one
1: the answer really is I don't know how I'm going to know, mm-hmm. but it'll be worked out between the two of us mm-hmm. and it'll be worked out, I suppose. It won't really be worked out. It'll just be one of those kind of, you know, no that's worries. the right person for you.
0: This yeah. is the right place for us. Yeah. yeah. And how about your children? The small technical uh, issue of two young adult children.
1: Well, I'm not so young adult okay. now. And it's that is a really interesting and it's a good question because um, I was kind of a little Thinking, I moved around a lot as a Mm -hmm. small child. My father was in the military, so we moved constantly. So I wanted to be in one place for their growing up. Mm -hmm. They both are so on for it. It's wonderful. (laughs) Yeah, everybody is. So they they are more on for it than anything else. I think they, well, they're both stuck, you know, living with their mother and father during this crisis and having to work from home so it, in a way it gives them an opportunity to think you know there is something more outside this they, they might move out they, well you they might. have moved out and had to move back so they will move out and they you know it'll just be it's an adventure and it's an adventure for myself and connor and it's an adventure for them um yeah I've,
0: i just wanted to bring you back to the make an offer on a house mm-hmm. or not now i would usually have as my mantra if you don't have your house sale agreed with mm-hmm. a contract signed on it you are not in a position to make Mm. an offer but it's a little bit different isn't it when you're coming to a special property like a house with acres Mm. because they're not your house that flies out the door those houses usually take a little bit more selling on the part of the selling agent and therefore you might have a bit more time to uh get yourself ready to buy
1: yes that is that is really good because bridging finance doesn't really exist anymore um the offer would be made on condition of our sale and we would have had some savings for a deposit. So hopefully, you know, we'd be able to manage the timing. Mm -hmm. Uh, It would also perhaps maybe just give us a good push forward and, you know, say, hurry up with that painting and get the for sale (laughs) sign up. Um, So it's really back to all those balls in the air and back to that equation that we were talking about before. It's everything's in the air until it all comes down yeah. in, in, in line almost. So if I were to see somewhere tomorrow, the sign would go up sooner. Mm-hmm. If I don't see somewhere till after Christmas, then the sign will probably go up then, but things will be ready. So it's having everything almost ready to go. Mm-hmm. Your and deeds being, organized
0: from the yeah, boundaries. Yeah, being so ready. You're chosen everything, your well, yeah, done. We
1: have all of those yeah. things mm-hmm. sort of sorted um, already. Um, so it would be, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's a my it's keeping everything going at the same time and not focusing on one thing and saying, this is what I am going to do, neglecting them all. It's just bringing everything along together so that it's ready when it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and you did ask a really interesting question about agents, which, um, is, is quite interesting because they do, a lot of them now say to you, do you have your house on the market? Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't have our house in the market. We're nearly there. We have a. We think we have someone who we would like to sell our house for us. But I have found that once you begin a dialogue with them, mm-hmm. and tell them where you're coming from, mm-hmm. and maybe let them know, you know, what your property is, and that you open up some kind of reciprocal exchange with them, they're much more open. To facilitating you,
0: and so it's establishing your credibility, yeah. I suppose, as owners of a very sellable house yeah. in Dublin, and
1: and that you you just you do. are ready to do this, yeah. and not just saying, "Oh, we're down for Wexford for the weekend. Let's mm-hmm. have a look at a few houses." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's about creating a relationship with a few of them, and then even I found that I, maybe we had a relationship with one um, agent in part of Wexford, and then we saw something with another agent. But they, she didn't know us from Adam. Mm-hmm. But having said to her, oh, we've been with John and we've been talking to him about this mm-hmm. house and we're thinking about it, then she was able to find out that we were you know, serious about the whole thing yeah. and was much more open to it. Uh, but she was great because she was able then to, she did, did us, I don't know if you've done these, um, a video walkthrough.
0: Yeah.
1: And they're great because you can sit at home and do it. And it's yeah. almost like a you see it on, on the internet and then you get this... And she's talking you through it, and you're able to understand without making the commitment of going driving yeah. all the way down. Yes, I think it's fabulous, and they really are quite helpful that way. Yeah, um, and you can pull back and say, well, "Well, what do you think about this, or how does that work?" Or
0: yeah, and it suits them too because they can do that in their own time. Mm. Whereas, uh, you know, if, if they just happen to be passing, they can whiz into that house and do it rather than having to meet you there. Yeah, so the it's a really thing it's a good. It's a good thing. Yeah, it's a
1: really good thing. Uh, first time I thought, oh, I'm not going to really like this. But yeah, no, it was, I think it
0: really was helpful. And I think it makes a difference. You know, sometimes you have these 360 degree videos with the slow funeral mm. music on the agent's websites of the houses <laughs> and it keeps the, the video just slides between one uh, room to another and you don't actually get the flow of the house mm. as you walk through it. So I think that's why for my clients when a lot of them are abroad, I always walk through it in the way that you'd walk through yeah. the house. So you get just a, a feeling for how it all connects at yeah. eye level, what you see?
1: Yes, it's less sort of, um, it's more personal when mm-hmm. you're doing it yourself and you're talking to the person uh, on the other end. Yeah, no, I think they're great and I, I've enjoyed it. And in a way, it kind of helps you decide, is that something I really want to go and make the commitment? And then they know that you've made that decision further, you know, so you're almost at stage three rather than stage two. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I so hear you. And I think just to, before we wrap it up today, Karen, it's interesting that this whole business of you looking for a house and you having a house to sell, it's very much like a seesaw with, you want to have basically blocks of equal weight on either side and by this I mean the house that you want to buy Mm -hmm. ideally won't be so desirable to everyone that they will be racing to buy it before you ever have a chance to get your house on the market. Mm. And equally, the house you have to sell has to be suitably sellable that it will actually sell in a reasonable time frame to allow you to buy a house that will also sell in a reasonable time frame. So, for example, what I mean is if you were living in a lighthouse that nobody wanted to buy and you wanted to buy a house on 20 acres Hmm. at a good price by a river that everyone wants to buy, this match is never going to work because your block is not at all equal to their block. Mm -hmm. So when you are going to make this match of selling and buying, for the timing to be right, nearly the level of desirability of each house has to be quite similar or the timing won't work. One will fly out the door and one will delay its selling.
1: I think you're right. I think there's a a bandwidth. Yes. And the the two properties have to be within the same bandwidth. They don't have to be exactly on the same point, but they have to be reasonably within a similar kind of... Yeah, time frame for uh, of desire I'm kind of hoping my house will be more desirable oh, definitely, definitely.
0: <laughs> but, um, and, and that's yeah. why if I was the agent selling the yeah. house that you want to buy I'd nearly be asking you will you just show me your house in yeah. Dublin just point it out to me so I would be able to gauge well what kind of a house has this one got in Dublin at all yeah. is it a fabulous house which it is or is it a, a dreadful house that she's going to have Trouble shifting.
1: I've actually done that a couple of times with the one or two of the agents. You know, once as I was saying to you, getting uh, creating a dialogue with them, I would let them know which our house is, mm. so then they have a really good idea. One of where we're coming from, but also where we're going, because yeah. it does say what a lot. What the production
0: of, values are. Yeah, it yeah. says
1: a lot about you, your house, it's about so the kind does. of house you're going to want. Precisely, and so he's not showing you or you know sending you details on something that's never going to float your boat. Yeah, um, he really knows where you're coming from or what you're looking for. When I say mm, I quite like a period house, but I wouldn't out ru- uh, you know rule out, I would rule out a, a very modern house. So he has an idea of what I am. So yeah, it's it's an interesting.
0: It is. Yeah. That's, and that's a really good point. And I, when I take on clients, even if they're looking for something to rent mm. or to buy, I would always ask them, show me a picture of your favorite place in the house. And why do you like mm. it? Where do you live now? Because people can say one thing. I want two bedrooms, mm. I want south facing. But maybe what they're living in is north facing. One bedroom, but they don't mind any of that because it's one minute from the local coffee shop. Yeah. or You know, so people say one thing, but sometimes they are living another which so we don't always know ourselves
1: we don't and we sometimes get caught up in jargon yeah I think there's a lot of jargon that goes on with houses and you see it yourself when you look at the um, text that people write it's almost you know just cut and paste (laughs) to different different addresses in it so you kind of get caught up in 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 a lot of that speak and it's kind of nice just to pare it away and the only way I found to pare it away is to kind of build up that discussion of the dialogue with the agent who's selling the houses and hopefully that will result in something that we you know we're all very happy with in the end excellent
0: well Karen I hope that you'll come back and tell us <laughs> when the next chapter Absolutely. comes really okay. pictures. fantastic listen thank you so much <laughs> well, for sharing this part of the journey so I look forward to seeing you for sale sign outside the house and a queue uh, well, of you viewers outside <laughs>
1: thanks thanks Karen. thanks Berkeley. bye
0: you enjoy this podcast? If so, we'd love you to subscribe to it and tell your friends, family and colleagues. In the meanwhile, if you think you'd benefit from some professional help with your next property transaction, then head over to brefneokelly.ie to see which of our three property services might be best for you. Thanks for listening.